there, lovely. It is Kim Valentine here, or Libby Kennedy from Neighbours. Hey, this is Emily Milburn, Caitlin Atkins from Neighbours. Hi, this is Candice Lease, Wendy Rodwell on Neighbours. And you are listening to the award-winning... The best podcast in the entire world. For the Neighbourhood Rewatch. Welcome to the Neighbourhood Rewatch podcast, the award-winning Neighbourhood Rewatch podcast. Episode 96 of this podcast, we are on the road to episode 100. And boy, oh boy, have we got some special things planned. Uh, we actually have, though. That's not just bullshit like we sometimes do. It's all kicking off this week. Fuck me. I was not ready for this. This this is, it's all going off. Mental. Yeah. There, there really is some big things planned. We're not just saying that. We're honest, like honestly, like I know, like you are full of shit a lot of the time, and what me and Tim will sometimes call you on this shit. Ah, oh, I won this award, or I'm, I'm a professional speech giver. I don't know what it's called. Speech. <laughs> um, That's why you're not a professional, professional speech giver. Exactly. I'm, I'm, you know, there's actually loads coming up. There's lots, lots and lots coming up, indeed. Uh, so stay tuned. Yeah, stay, stay tuned. This is this train is is only catching speed and momentum. Uh, you said we're on the road, but you've also likened it to a train. <laughs> also, I'm, I'm sure you would, like you wanted to say the train's leaving the station, which doesn't quite fit. And uh, I don't know that the analogy just failed. I think. Yeah, a little bit. I mean, it could be one of those roads where the trains can come on as well. Or like a Back to the Future situation where the car's on the tracks. Yeah, and we are going back to the future because you know what we do on this podcast? Go on. Uh, we re-watch old episodes of Neighbours. That's not going back to the future, though, is it? Because that's that's going back to the past. <laughs> that's not the future, is it? If we were back there and we wanted to get back to this time, then we would need to get back to the future. But... No, what we do, we'll go back to the past now and then when we're done with the podcast we come back to the future oh, that's coming back to the future that sounds like a porn film <laughs> um we're not the only ones who are planning a, well we obviously rewatch we fucking invented the rewatch many have tried to copy this with varying degrees of success um but it sounds like fucking jeff b jeffy b is getting on board with the rewatching as well. What the fuck's going on? Neighbours news, hit them with it. Neighbours news. So on Amazon Freebie, where you'll be able to watch the new episodes of Neighbours towards the end of this year, uh, I've started putting out some of the, or about to start putting out some of the old episodes. From February the 23rd, um, okay, yeah. you can watch the episodes from 2012, all of them, as well as some iconic episodes as well, Do which I'm sure know? we've already covered. Do you know why they've chosen this date, this time, this series of Neighbours to fucking kick off with? It seems a bit odd. It does seem a bit odd. Uh, it was probably the easiest year to run. Do you up. think, because when we started this, we didn't start right at the back at the beginning in 1986 or whenever the fuck that was, watching it that right from scratch. you be a fucking dick to do that. Um, just do you think Jeffy B has thought, oh, you know what period of Neighbours I really liked? I really liked 2012 season. Because that's what we yeah. did. We thought we liked it around 98, 99. It was all going off. We were proper enjoying it at that time. Let's start watching it there. Um, do you think he's done the same? Yeah, actually, probably. Yeah, he's gone. Yeah, 2012. Fucking loved it right then. Uh, Amazon was just kicking off. 
I'd I'd got out the basement. I'd hired a warehouse. Uh, I'd started making drones to deliver stuff. And <laughs> every night when I, finished, like when, like when I popped off at five o'clock, I'd get home for five thirty-five. Neighbors would be right on, and he'd sit in Abby's tea and watch Neighbors. I imagine so. Yeah, that's probably exactly why he's he's picked it. Uh, and this is the kind of neighbors insight that will get us uh, <laughs> the official partnership with Amazon going forward. I'm absolutely sure. We are. Are we put, throwing our you know hats into the ring right now to say we are available? We'll have to check. Te- we'll have to check Tim's schedule, obviously. But other than that, are we are we saying we're up for doing it? We're obviously going to get in touch with Jeff as well. But are we putting it out there now that we are interested? Depends how cheap we are, because my schedule is completely open if you pay me enough. I mean, such is life. So, Tim, Jeffrey, just so you're aware, Tim will sell out quite cheaply. 100%. Immediately. (laughs) I won't even think about it. Uh, I'm taking it. (laughs) I will probably ask for a ridiculous amount of money, if I'm honest. That Right, you're going to ask for too much and ruin it for us, or... We'll get our messages in, say we'll be fully realistic about this. They'll say, We'll do it with you, get rid of him. And we'll give Toady a call and he'll come and do a podcast with us instead. Can I just thought of an idea? Can I put this out there to you now for some homework for next week's episode? Oh fucking hate homework. We've we've like so often had homework as part of our podcast history. They're like I've had an idea. Are you ready for are you are you willing to do this? I'm gonna write a note. Okay, cool. Right. What I'm thinking is you've had a lot of jobs, right? A fair few, yeah. Okay. Written quite a lot of CVs. Yep. Would you say you are pretty skilled at writing a CV now? I think we spoke about this before. Oh yeah. I Right. Your homework next week is to write a CV to Jeffy B for the role of official podcasting companion show host of sorts okay so what i want on there is like your previous experience obviously um i want to know the key skills that's that's key skills yeah you got you need, key skills you need to put that on there um and i guess just why you why me no problem i literally started going why me well let me tell you <laughs> don't send him a voice note <laughs> I want it to look official as well I don't want it to be notes in your fucking I guess you're calling it handwriting I don't know, your scrawl in your, you know psychopath's notebook I want this official do- I want it official, whatever you know, computer program you need um, and I want you to post this online once it is done and obviously Tim has checked your grammar <laughs> No problem at all. Excellent. What are you saying? Consider it done next week. Oh, even before that, consider it done. Can you do something with me as well? Fucking hell, go on then. Can you write a musical? No, that, that joke's dead, Tim. Come on. I want you to write Neighbours the Musical. I still want you to do it. <laughs> do mine first, then do Tim's. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, could, I, I could write a musical, Tim. I just don't want to right now. And that's that's all that matters. My son tells me quite often that he can do a backflip, but just doesn't want to. <laughs> I believe him. <it. laughs> so I, I'm, I'm invoking that same energy. 
I was at school, I was at work once. Backflip <laughs> I was at work once, and there was a kid. He was a proper annoying kid, right? Really annoyed. I I got on with him. This is like in my early days of doing this job, and I basically just had to walk around with him and make sure he didn't throw chairs at people. That was pretty <laughs> much my job. Um, and also that he didn't call some of the other teachers just like really horrible names. I was just like his bodyguard sort of thing. So I used to walk around with him, um, and he he got it into his head. He was pretty like. Um, he was like Dennis the Menace or something. He was quite like a lovable role kind of character, um, but also really inappropriate and a bit racist. Um, <laughs> so he had it in his head that he could do backflips. So I was like, I believe you. He was like, no, no, I can. I can do them. You don't believe me. I was like, no, I do. I just like, if you break your neck, I'm fucked. So please don't do a backflip. He was like, you don't believe me. I can fucking do them, honest. So at one part, I just went, go on then. <laughs> yeah, then you know. Go on then. Two minutes later. Because <laughs> he was pretty, like, sprightly. He was pretty agile as a kid. What he did was, um, on the playground, we had, like, picnic benches, like the wooden ones sort of thing for sitting outside, really nice, do a bit of drawing, really nice things. He decided to climb up on top of the... Um, like the table part of the picnic bench to do a backflip, right? Oh god! Oh yeah! So I was like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> <laughs> uh, you've, so, got, you've got your camera out your pocket, but oh shit! Well, yeah. I mean, I was <laughs> like that. You couldn't not look at it. I mean, you could like gone. gathered people around. He was like, "I'm gonna do a backflip. Watch this, everyone. Watch this, dickheads!" And everyone was like, "Whoa, he's up pretty high." Um, so he did. Proper mint, like he went right up over and everything like that. Um, but what he forgot was on these picnic benches, like there's the wooden part that there's the table, but then there's also the wooden part attached that's the seats. Um, he went off that side, so he went off the top of the table, went over like that, cracked his head on the fucking seats. <laughs> <laughs> what a dick! Why did he go up? Go on, not the side. Landed, landed in a heap. So everyone's like, "Whoa!" <laughs> However, he sprang up. Pretty much just went fucking told you. <laughs> Massive egg on his head. Oh. But everyone was just like, "Yeah, you got to ride the adrenaline of that, haven't you?" Yeah. So there you go. He did it. He did do it. He landed on his head. Got a really cool scar on it. Probably like brain damage can't walk. Um, what the fuck's Grace doing behind you? <laughs> I'm not. Just <laughs> Congrats, wow. flip. You just crawled into the room because you didn't because you got her shoes on. Doesn't want to put shoes on the carpet. <laughs> I love ridiculous. Wow. Just to get the Hoover bias. Yeah, can Grace do a backflip? Yeah, just doesn't want to. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, this is it's this kind of content for neighbours that I'm sure. Oh, shit, so I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> That'll really get them full, fully on board with us on the train that's on the road. Uh, so you want to know why we've watched these episodes? Not on Amazon Freebie because they're not available on there. You know yet. what you don't do anymore? What? Introduce, don't introduce me and Tim. No. Uh, well, I'm hoping people know you by this point, but if you're not, 
I am Jay Kane, the host of sorts. Uh, Adam told us that wonderful story about a kid absolutely twatting his head on the bench. All right. <laughs> and we also have Tim as well. So Adam gets an introduction. Story <laughs> and the other guy. Uh, the other well, guy. it's like, and here's Tim. He's married to Grace. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a big achievement. Biggest of my life. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we've watched these episodes on Daily Motion. It's a website that isn't Amazon Freebie. Uh, I'm going to promote the fuck out of Daily Motion until Amazon decide that we're going to be their official partners. We've watched just five episodes this week, 4,076 to 4,080. Um, of course, if you want to know, you want to follow what we're doing, you want to see the CV that I sent to Jeffrey, you can go on the socials at Watch Neighbor, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. There's also a Facebook page as well where you can like us and join in with the fun and the games. You got anything on there yet? Uh, yeah, I'm posting stuff on there. Uh, I'll have a look to confirm that. <laughs> I've not. I think you've asked me to join join the page. I have not yet. <laughs> I'm I sure will you... do. I just, want to see, oh. I just want to see if it's worth my while first. I want to see if there's some shit on there. I don't want to be the first one on there like a dickhead. <laughs> look at Tim proper checking. I'm curious, like for the, if. We branded this the Timunity last week. Yeah, it, I tagged lots of Tims in, in posts as well. <laughs> get so so should we talk? join us, can't they? Get yeah, involved. Yeah, as we said yeah. earlier, there's loads of shit coming up for the 100th episode. It's it's going to be a, a big celebration. Um, obviously, it's good that Neighbours is back. We've been going... At what, how many is this? This is number 96 of our episodes. Correct. Not counting the fucking extras. Yeah, it's mental. That's that. that a mounted, mighty. This is a good time. Is this a good time to join? though? will people think? Oh, I've missed ninety six episodes. What people, you know? Um, I think that's now? that's the beauty of this this podcast. You can join us right now. There'll be some little jokes you don't get, but then you'll get them eventually. Well, Tim will say jokes that were like from like a year ago. So, <laughs> I I just want to point out that I really like on the mobile app version of the book face if you go to the neighborhood rewatch page there's the logo covering adam's face and then there's me there's jonathan and there's candace yeah (laughs) just cover your face (laughs) (laughs) i did not intend that to happen i didn't realize that that you know what's especially bad is the picture is you or the three laughing Probably because I've said something really fucking brilliant. <laughs> I'm glad if it's a choice between me and Candice, that is fine by me. I did not intend that, Adam. That is unfortunate place. <laughs> Should we talk about some neighbours? Go on. Go on. Go on. I mean, we're, what, 20 minutes in now, so we might as well. Uh, let's talk about Connor, first of all. Uh, he's back. As I said, all is forgiven last week. Um, and he's learning to read with Shell. Um, but he keeps stalling. He doesn't want to leave. He's like, I can read. I just don't want to. Um, but he's, well, he, he keeps on stalling. He can't read. No, he can't read at all. He keeps on stalling. He's like, oh, should we have some ice cream now? That's a good little break. Uh, again, my son doesn't even stall this badly when he has to read his homework. Uh, 
but what he figures out because he's a bit of a is grifter the right word? Is that are you allowed to say that these days? Uh, you know, he... we say a lot worse on this fucking show. <laughs> So what he's done is he's memorized the pages. So he's pretending to read, but he's actually just reciting something in his head. Uh, he's not looking at the words. He's just repeating them. Um, and Shell's like, you're doing fucking brilliant. I'm a great teacher. Uh, I could do this all the time as well as a full-time job. Not a problem at all, I imagine. Uh, just do it in my spare time. And she's like, yeah, you're fucking brilliant. And but she keeps on like, let's go on to the next book. Let's go on to the harder levels. And he's like, no, I can't fucking do this. Stop trying to do it. I'm in, I'm having, I'm having a coffee in the coffee shop. Let me enjoy my coffee. Um, At the moment, he's reading Spike the Dragon, which sounds like one of your fucking books, if I'm being honest. Like, Spike the Dragon. I don't know why she started off with a book and not just simple letters and words at this stage. <laughs> I don't know why she's... Expect- the kid can't read. Can you read Spike the Dragon? Well, no, obviously. Like, it's, she, I feel like she's jumped jumped the gun a little bit here. That is a very good point. You would probably just start with the letters and then start forming the sounds from those letters and then joining them together. That is a very good point, indeed. Is that how you learn to read, Jay? How I'm learning to read, yes. Yeah. <laughs> And I've not learned the spelling part yet, obviously, Tim. No, of course. As, as you point out, every fucking time I message. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Connor blows up at Shell a little bit, and Shell's like, ah, oh, fuck, I'm not really that good a teacher, am I? Has a little talk with Joe. Uh, Connor has a little talk with Joe as well. He's like, you know, she's trying to do good by you, but, you know, you know, lovers and families and friends are probably not the best people to to teach her, maybe get someone else. And they both independently decide to go to Libby and go, trying to get Connor to read. So Shell's around there and she's convinced Libby and he's like, yeah, Libby's like, yeah, I'd love to do this. Then Connor shows up and goes, right, Libby, I just want to ask you, will you teach me to read? And it's just very nice because they both come to that conclusion on their own. But And she's going to teach him to read, but he says, uh, I'll pay you for it. And she says, no, nah, don't fucking worry about it. It's fine. He's going to pay you. So it shows what a good guy he is. He can't fucking read. He wants to better himself. Um, he's just asking about walking the dog through a lot of these episodes. He goes to see Drew. Drew looks fucking fantastic. He's sorting out the alternator in some old fucking Ford Orion <laughs> or some shit. Um, gives him some pearls of wisdom that only Drew can because he's a wise man as well as being devilishly handsome. Um, and then, but then. Um, Connor just goes off, speaks to Libby, Drew's wife. I feel like he wants to be Drew a little bit at this stage because Drew is amazing. Um, and then he's, <laughs> he's, he's, this is the next little storyline. He's going to learn to read. I was a bit worried when he was just with Michelle because, let's face it, Michelle's like 15, 16 or something. Um, she's not going to be able to teach him to read. But Libby, having had no teaching training whatsoever, is obviously going to be much better at it. But her mum is a teacher, so I think it's one of those things that you just it gets passed down through your DNA. Yep, possibly. I, I think she will be good, and I think, I'm sure Libby does end up being a teacher at some point. I can't really remember. Um, well, she's taught people already, though. I'm sure she's done. Wasn't she's she sort out Boyd for a bit? Yeah, she was Boyd's mentor, and now she's going to be an actual teacher of the words for Connor. So that's going to probably go on. For a, well, either way, it might go on for eight weeks or it might go on for eight minutes. Who knows? It's nice, though. It's nice that he's carrying on with it. 
I'd like in maybe two episodes time, Connor just reads now. And that said, it's never mentioned again. (laughs) (laughs) It's because, yeah, yeah, got all the letters now. Know what I'm doing. Fantastic. He gets to the end of War and Peace, closes the book, and that's that. And then it's Tim's novel on the side. And he just fucking breaks down and fucking (laughs) fucking kills himself. (laughs) (laughs) No, we go, ah, that's an advanced book. We'll go for that one next. Oh, fuck it out. <laughs> so there we go. Uh, speaking of the Kennedys, uh, Susan Kennedy, uh, looking for a place to live because she's divorcing Carl. Uh, and Tim Collins, the, the resident dodgy lawyer, is pushing her to take not just half, I think more than half at this point. It seems like I just want to fucking, I just want to break free in a free break. A clean break. That's what I meant to say. <laughs> I want to break free with a free break. <laughs> Words. Uh, it was a good song that one as well. Uh, but, break. but then, <laughs> but then Tim's like, "Well, things cost money, you know, Susan." And he's like, well, "You want to live? That's going to cost money. You want to want to drive around in a car? That's going to cost money. You want to eat? That's going to cost money. You fucking need his money." Uh, so she's like, oh, fine, fine, whatever. Okay. Uh, she's meant to, they're meant to have a, like a preliminary, preliminary, yep, that kind of meeting. <laughs> a pre meeting. <laughs> uh, but Carl doesn't show up because he's sacked his lawyers off. Uh, I like how they say lawyers as well. Like, Susan's only got one, but he's got a team of lawyers. He did make it sound like he had a team of lawyers. It was weird, but he sacked them all off. He sacked them all off and he no shows the meeting. And Susan can't believe it. She's like, I just I just want to break free. I just want a free break. <laughs> you just like this happen. Uh, so she goes to doctors and pleads with Carl. And Carl's like, I'll oh, just fucking take it all. I don't care. If I've not got a life with you, it's not fucking worth having anyway. So just fucking have it all. Um, yeah. So Carl's just going to give it all away. And Susan's going to get everything. Do you think he's right to do that, Tim? For example, if... <laughs> If Grace rocked up, no, change it. If Grace slipped, cracked her head open, couldn't remember you, last five years or whatever didn't happen, and she's like, nope, don't know what you're talking about. I mean, you look great, but no, um, no, no feelings are there. Um, and she, and she wanted half of everything. What are you thinking? Would I'm thinking you're going to be a little bit more harsh than Carl. You're not going to give everything to Grace if she's fucking you off. What What do you think? What, how are you I, going to do it? I haven't got anything. So, yeah, sure. <laughs> Take it all. <laughs> Tim, got, you've got, but you've got, you've got like that chair. I imagine that's in storage somewhere. For free from a colleague of hers. Right. Okay. So she's probably got dibs. What and about that Hoover? That Hoover that Grace crawled into the room to get who is that your Hoover or is that Grace's Hoover? This this is the thing we we have like fifty fifted virtually everything at least the past year or so, probably two years actually. So the house included. Everything. What are you doing? Are you you letting her have half of things? Are you are you just going to go fuck it, take it? Depends the circumstances. I think. Would you let Grace have the Hoover? The thing, the thing is with Carl, he's got the kind of job where he can easily be like, "Yeah, okay, I'll I'll just be skint for a month, but then I'll be rich again." Yeah, he is uh, a doctor. Let's not forget. 
Yeah, I work in a fucking bookshop, so... <laughs> and Grace is a brain surgeon, so... She's got all the cash. Very true. <laughs> well done once again, Tim. You fucking absolutely winning lottery ticket here. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, you feel like Jay's the one you should be asking that question to. His wife's in the room. And considering well, I've already been yeah. divorced as well. I was, <laughs> I was absolutely flabbergasted you didn't go for me, Adam. No, because I feel like like at the moment we've done you a lot. <laughs> the, it's still the, the, it's still quite a fresh story. Tim and Grace are married, isn't it? So fair enough, fair enough. <laughs> I mean, and, and also Peyton had fucking take it all. Like he's not even a fucking question. He's <laughs> just laughing along, going, "Yep." <laughs> yep, that's exactly what will happen. Peyton would take so much that she'd take your kids. <laughs> <laughs> they probably prefer Peyton. <laughs> Actually, no, I know that for a fact. <laughs> oh, God, why? G'day, this is Mark Rafferty, also known as Dr. Darcy Tyler on Neighbours, and you're listening to the award winning Neighbourhood Rewatch podcast. Though I'd like to know what awards they won. They didn't tell me. Uh, so Summer is setting up Army Ray and Delta Goodrum. Uh, she's been doing she's been doing this for a couple of weeks now, but she's fully set up a date. So she's like, "Yeah, come round for a Army Ray. Come round for a house party uh, uh, at number thirty-two. It's gonna be great. It's gonna ha- welcome your house party. You're invited. You'll have a great time." What this is he buying? All this shit from a ten-year-old. I don't it's so know. odd for someone who worked in the army and probably had to de- deal with all sorts of horrible, horrible things. Easily getting blacked by this ten-year-old. I quite like her though, me. Like she, ju- she causes just like she's not like in these big storylines, like the Susan storyline or Connor can't read. But she is like she causes mischief and gets people into these like little scrapes and confusing circumstances. I think she does her job very well in these episodes. She does. She's always she's always staring the pot, isn't she? she yeah. Yeah. And like again, she's she has convinced Army Ray that there's a house party at number thirty two, which is currently unoccupied. Nobody lives there. Uh nobody's moving in anytime soon or in the next day or two anyway. Uh, but she's then convinced Delta Goodrum to come round and have a little makeup party. So she's doing all the makeup and she's doing her hair or whatever. She's like, oh, you look great. And she's like, I don't, but you know, you're 10, so whatever. You're having loads of fun. <laughs> Della Goodrum is just hanging out with a 10-year-old as well now. She's fucking binned off Michelle and her other high school mates. She's like 15, 16, I imagine, in this in this uh, show. But she's hanging out with some of this 10-year-old. Yeah. She was fucking... She was reading fucking Dostoevsky the other week, like, and now she's just hanging out with a ten-year-old, getting her makeup done, and painting her nails. Uh, but she is having a great time. Uh, and then Ray shows up at the door, and he's like, "There's a party here," and someone's like, "Nope, there isn't." Uh, and they're like, "Oh, you set me up, haven't you?" And someone's like, "Yeah, I'm ten. Well, I don't know what, you, what am I going to do?" <laughs> uh, so Ray, Ray. Plays it pretty smoothly. It's like, well, never mind. How about me and you, Delta, picnic tomorrow? 
Mandela goes, yeah, all right then. Fair enough. Uh, so they go for the picnic. She's very wary, though. She doesn't just go, yeah, let's fucking do it. She's very nervous, very shy about all this. Yeah, I think um, she tries to back out, and then someone's like, don't be a pussy. See, I thought she dealt a dealt good woman been pretty annoying up, up to this stage, because she's all like, oh, I'm really shy and really ugly. No, you're not. You dealt a good room, so no one's buying this shit. Oh, I'm really... I, I haven't got... She even says to Harold at one point, I've got a terrible singing voice. Well, you haven't, because you're Delta Goodrum, remember? Um, I'm shit on the piano. You've won a fucking Grammy, love. Let's just fucking get on with it. Um, there's like... She's doing that she's all that kind of storyline where she, she's ridiculously attractive and talented, but also really shy and insecure about it. It was a bit annoying. But then in these episodes, I kind of came around to it a little bit. That's that's becoming a little bit endearing. Yeah. Endearing Um, is the word. You're spot on. I think she's very endearing in these episodes. I think part of it is when she wears a cardigan that is a little bit too big for her, and she kind of pulls it over her hands like, like that with the sleeves. I was in. As soon as she did that, I was like, wow, what an endearing move that is. <laughs> is that why you like Mo Salah so much? <laughs> it's definitely silence. <laughs> Top of weeds. It's from uh, Cliff. So it is endearing, and it's endearing for Ray until the picnic the next day. And he's like, right, got some champagne. Do you want some? She's like, oh, I don't drink. He's like, oh, fine, whatever, I'll just fucking drink this myself then. Whatever. Uh, and then she's like, oh, gotta get back to school in a bit. He's like, what do you mean? He's like, I'm fucking 12. He's like, what do you fucking mean? <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I've never seen someone fucking move as fast in my entire life. He just fucking runs away, clatters everything together, gets everything, just fucks off. He's like, I can't be seen doing this. I was in the fucking army. He knew the... He knew the watch was out there, keeping an eye out. Why does this shit seem to keep happening in this show? <laughs> well, it's like, I don't know if they're, like, making a joke of, like, in the in the 90s, 2000s, whatever, like, shows like 90210 or Dawson's Creek or things like that, where they blatantly had 25-year-olds playing high yeah. school kids. It's yeah. almost like they're playing up to, or making a joke out of the fact that, what, you, you're... You're only in school, even though you look 25. It's like they're doing a little bit with that. But yeah, he fucking shits it. He packs up this hamper, fucking smashes all the champagne flutes, and he's off. He's just like, fuck you. And Delta Goodrum's just left left there outside Lassiter's Lake with a big cardigan on. <laughs> I'd love it if that's the last we see of Army Ray. Yeah. Or every now and again, you just see him still running. He's just, he's just, <laughs> he does one, doesn't he? Well, yeah, he's rightly petrified because he would get locked up for a very, very long time. Uh, yeah, so there we go. I don't know what's going to happen next. He'll probably move on something else now without a good room, I imagine. And Army Ray is probably swimming across the sea as we speak. Well, I don't think we should <laughs> live out a new life. I think he will be back. Because I think he'll be back because of a return that happens in these five episodes. Because Army Ray, he was after D for quite a little bit. He moved on to Delta Goodrum. I mean, the logical step for me, if you can't have Delta Goodrum, you move on to Holly Valance, right? 
Yeah, depending on your music taste. If you like something a bit more thoughtful and piano led, you go for Delta Goodrum. If you if you prefer Kiss pop. Kiss Bang Bang. <laughs> <laughs> then you go to Flick. Uh, should we talk about Flick then? then no, uh... you didn't even need to say that. That was my fucking segue. I did it perfectly <laughs> without having to put Shall we now talk about that character that you just mentioned? Well, I wasn't going to talk about it, to be honest. But I know, but I, it was I, a natural I, segue, so I went for it. Fucking Flick Scully is back, Tim. She's back from the Skateboarding World Tour in America. She looks better than ever. Your thoughts? What do you think she's going to do next now she's back? <laughs> what was she doing before? Or was it just she fucked up her sister's wedding, Yeah, broke Stu's heart, and fucked off. So you yeah, are... Your sister's wedding dumps the guy Steph was going to marry. Then fucks you off at the same time as well. Right. In that case, the typical neighbours thing for her to do is to have some storylines, including all those people, and the past is never acknowledged in any way. Well, the past is kind of acknowledged because she's back, but there's loads of other stuff going on around. So she's kind of been forced into the background. Just uh, there. She's just, well... Steph is off trying to find Mitch. She has Drew. Drew uh, helps Steph and Libby make up. Who fell out the other week, uh, and then Steph's like, "Oh fuck, I've got an idea of what Mitch might be." Actually, she goes off to some camera in the woods, meets a really creepy guy, uh, who turns out he does know Mitch, and he tells the police where he thinks Mitch might be. So that's all going on. Everybody else in the street wants to watch this football game that's going on, but nobody can get a TV working. We'll get to that in a bit. That's a great storyline. We'll get to that, though, Tim. Get to that, Tim. Uh, and there's all this is going on. Flick just kind of, as everyone's watching the football at the end, Flick just kind of slinks out. I was like, bye, everyone. And everyone's like, yeah, fuck off, whatever. <laughs> it's like she, I think the, the point of it is, is like she's always been quite self-absorbed um, and she's come back and she, I think she kind of wanted it to all be about her again. Um, but everyone's kind of got other things going on. Um, so I quite I quite liked that because there's a few bits of her kind of looking a bit like, oh, what about me? Fuck you, Flick. We've all, we're all getting on with our day. So I quite yeah. like it. I think she's kind of comeuppance in the fact that maybe nobody cares at the moment. So is she going to do something rebellious then? I think her and Re- Army Ray might get it on. I think that might happen. I don't know. That's a, that's a solid prediction. But yeah, she's going to have to do something because they're like, well, Connor can't fucking read to beat that one. <laughs> Sue can't fucking remember. What can't Holly do? <laughs> we'll find out. Delta Goodrum can't get a date. Like, everyone else has got their own fucking problems. Everyone else has got problems, but Holly Valance isn't one. <laughs> uh, speaking of other things going on as well uh, Stu he's pulled in the pub he's sat, in, he's sat in the pub just having his having his lunch and some girls like can I sit next to you and he's like yeah okay I'm going to eat my lunch though because I've got a fucking steak uh, and she <laughs> <laughs> starts off too he's like okay yeah don't worry I'm just going to eat my steak uh, and then chatting away and then he's like oh maybe he didn't we'll have make- a steak either Tim he's just completely made that up I, I, the guy's I, I, not dude. eating a steak so I don't know why that became a thing. That became an imaginary thing then. <laughs> Is I, it something? I just imagined it. I recognise that set, that sound coming out of Jonathan's mouth. There's something in the back of my mind. He could honestly he could say something that's completely believable 
and there's no reason for him to lie, and I'd sense that tone and know it was bullshit. <laughs> Didn't have to say steak. <laughs> I feel like he was eating steak, or at the very least, a mixed grill. <laughs> oh, that's more than a fucking steak because that's all the meats. He definitely wasn't having a mixed grill. What was he eating? Do you know? Can't remember. It wasn't an issue. It wasn't important. <laughs> I don't know why it became a thing. It's probably a fucking bowl of soup at this point. Yeah. But anyway, so he's eating something and she's talking to him. They're getting on quite nice. And oh, maybe she'll meet for a drink sometime. He's like, yeah, okay, no problem. I'd come in for a steak lunch most days. <laughs> and he's doing all this nice thing, you know. Uh, you know, he flicks just come back, and but this is going to be a nice little distraction for him to to get him over that. Uh, but then as he leaves, she pulls a picture of him out from the calendar, and you're like, oh, she's a stalker. <laughs> Yay! There you go. So he's in, the stalker, like, he's like, in his up. full YMCA builders outfit in the on the calendar picture, and she's like folded it up, kept it in a pocket. She knows him already in some way. Do you think she's just going to be a stalker? Do you think she knows him from the past? What do you think? Yeah, she wouldn't recognise her, right? Yeah, I suppose. Mm. No, I reckon stalker. Uh, and she's going to put him in some sort of danger. Who's going to save him from that danger, though? Flip, probably. Yeah, probably, yeah. That'd be nice. Do you think he's only going to get wrapped up in the danger because because he's a guy and she's a hot woman? It, I don't, it'll be in the next five episodes, done and finished as well. Oh yeah, this yeah. isn't a long one. Like, there's a lot of like storylines going on at the moment. Some of them are long, as we know, Susan. Some of them are kind of in between, like Delta Goodrum feeling a bit shit about herself. This one is one week done. Yeah, yeah, it's... absolutely done. Uh, right, I'm going to move on to the last storyline. I've got at least three more storylines, so go on. Which one are you picking? Here? <laughs> Uh, go on, what what are the storylines you got? I was going to finish with oh, the ego, obviously, because he's the man. With which one? With the ego? Yeah. Right, before that, and this can kind of go into that one, I suppose, I would like to talk about Toadie and Dee at the moment, because I feel like that's a bit of a story between the two of them. It's the, it's the ongoing thing where Dee is ridiculously hot. Toadie is a great guy, but not no oil painting. And they're, they're, a, they're an odd couple, I suppose you'd call them. And Drew... He's fucking winding them up about this. They were doing it when they were getting together. They were like, whoa, hang on, you two. Now that they are together, Drew is still giving Toadie a load of shit, basically because Dee's really hot and Toadie's really not. And the storyline <laughs> this week, what they can poke fun at, is um, the Sydney Swans Aussie Rules football team are in town. Um, for whatever, a game or something. And D has been um, volunteered by someone to go and massage them. So Drew thinks this is fucking hilarious. (laughs) Because, and and everyone else is like, whoa, D, we're pretty jealous of you. You're going to get to go and massage all those muscle-bound players. Tony, what do you think about this being a bit of a fat cunt? (laughs) Uh, And they just wind him up incessantly about this. It's proper tight bullying. Um, and it continues for about two episodes. Because Dee does go, she goes to ma- massage him, um, and there's and there's that kind of Toadie's doing the oh yeah it's fine don't don't worry about <laughs> it yeah do I lift with that massage want, table? 
And she, and Dee's like, well, yeah, all right, I'll have a lift. Um, come back later. And then Toadie's like, mm, he meets the players. They're obviously all really good looking, massive lads. Lads, lads, lads. Um, they're, they, as soon as D walks in, like, they're like, well, we're not too fussed about a massage. D walks in and they're like, whoa, yes, fuck it, yes. <laughs> it's horrible. Yeah. Uh, she's obviously oblivious to this. Toadie sees it all. Um, and then he comes back early to pick her up, see if she's all right. Um, she introduces him to the guys. It's not good at all. I just wanted to ask you two if there was any times when you, like, are you jealous people? Because I think if it was me, I would be quite toady in this. I would be quite <laughs> jealous of these guys. And I'm not in a, in a, you know, a possessive, horrible kind of way, but I would be a bit jealous. What about you two? Do you think you're jealous people? I don't think I am. I think I, I probably have been in the past, different times, different reasons, but not now. Because you've married her now and she's fucking stuck with her a little bit. Or... Yeah. You know what? what? I, I think there are, there are certain things that people do that encourage that kind of behaviour. I think that Grace isn't one of those people. I think Dee probably is a little bit. So Cody being jealous here isn't necessarily all on him. Yeah, and and that feeds into something a little bit later as well. Whoa, you haven't answered the question. <laughs> I'm not a jealous person at all. You're not at all. You know what? I'm. If I was going to predict, anyone would not be jealous because they are obviously already the greatest. <laughs> I would have picked yourself. You would have gone. Well, no. Look at this. Look at this. <laughs> You well, don't go out for you don't go out for a burger when you've got steak at home <laughs> or a mixed grill. Hang in. <laughs> you're not you you're not you've never got jealous about of somebody like going off and maybe massaging a load of rugby players or anything. Um, no, I can't remember a time that's happened. To be honest, uh, I did go for some physiotherapy the other day. I went to a chiropractor. Uh, I don't know if Peyton got jealous about that or not. I wouldn't have fucking thought so. <laughs> he basically did beat me up gently for 40 minutes and quite methodically. Uh, but no, no reason to. Uh, but yeah, I think, think D. Uh... Ridiculous. No reason to. You are ridiculous, man. <laughs> Jay, what, what about that time when there was steak at home, but someone had a turkey burger? <laughs> doesn't get it but that's a good joke from Tim <laughs> Tim has creased himself up there I'm I'm just laughing because Adam laughed I was thinking I'd left that about five minutes too late but it, <laughs> no, I'm happy with, I was happy with that it was good it was a good one <laughs> listen to last was it last week's oh, regular oh he just got it he's just <laughs> fucking got it Tim <laughs> The penny dropped on his face and I saw it. That was excellent stuff. Was that last week's episode or just the Patreon last week? I know that was last week's episode. Excellent. Yeah, listen to last week's. There's a joke about that um, on there as well. Good story. Tim's recall humour is excellent. Well done, Tim. Well done, Tim. Uh, We're going to have to talk about the ego, I think, because it does feed into this now. Um, what's, What's up with your fingers now? 
I'm just covering my ears. Oh, that's another fucking theme tune. That's another recall joke, Tim. That's two. Did you actually pay attention last week? It happens sometimes. What can I say? Yeah, what did you think about the music? What, what about the music level? I didn't listen to it. So I don't know if it was too loud last week. <laughs> it was a little bit loud. It wasn't, it wasn't evasive, though. Invasive? Evasive? Don't know. It wasn't either of those things. It's just right. Um, but yeah, it's time to, to close out the show today with, of course, the ego. Uh, so we did miss an episode. Uh, there wasn't a 4075 last week, so we only watched four, which isn't our usual MO, but uh, what we did miss is that patients were leaving him left, right, and centre because of this of this chaperone stuff, and like people were showing up for for a consultation, going, who's that in the corner? He's like, oh, it's D. Why, why have you got someone in the corner? Oh, you know, because there might have been some sort of behaviour. What kind of behaviour? Slightly inappropriate. Right, fuck off, I'm going... And Darcy's like, oh, she's never going to fucking work. I'm losing people left, right, and center. But it's a real shame we didn't see this. The street rallies around him. The street regulars, or whoever's booked on that episode, all decide to show up to see Darcy for different reasons. Uh, I believe Lynn is having some insomnia problems. Um, Rosie showed up because she's always sticking the fucking nose in. She was for, oh, I'm sick of her. She sticks her nose in. There's another storyline as well that you've completely missed again uh, for the second <laughs> week in a row. Um, yeah. Rosie sticking her oar in. She does it with Carl. Carl, like, she goes to see Carl in one of these episodes just about her general health because he's a doctor and he's like, finishes the tests or whatever and he goes, yeah, you're fine. Go, you know, bring me for your results in the future. No worries. And she's like, yeah, brilliant. Cheers for that. Then she sits down and goes, and how are you? <laughs> he's the fucking doctor fuck off <laughs> she just wants to gossip I can't stand her and you, I've just thought of another storyline that you haven't spoke about at all that you probably needed to never mind carry on two storylines <laughs> uh, you think well this is going to be this is nice this is the street of rallied round he's going to be okay and they're, link, and they're all having a nice little drink in the pub and Darcy's like thanks everyone you're all great uh, and then Lynn comes in and goes fucking hell have you seen this and Darcy's like what do you mean she's like Page three, look at this. Big headline, Doctor Disgraced. And Lee lists all the reason why he's disgraced. Um, which is quite quite ironic it was on page three as well, because I bet Darcy loved the page three back in the day. Um, so that's what we missed. Uh, we then next cut next to Darcy. Uh, he's uh, doing a checkup on an elderly patient who's got some hearing issues. Uh, and he asked her to take nice big breaths. Of course. <laughs> and this slide is fucking delivered perfectly as well. He's I, I don't know how he's not laughing in this scene. Like you can see it on his face. He like, is. You, you can tell he is. He's having a bit of fun with this one. Yeah. Because he's had a bit of a shit time. This is just comedy though. Yeah. Nice big breaths. And the woman goes, Whoa, I fucking heard about you. You dirty this. <laughs> Your fucking opinions to yourself, and he's like, "No, nice big breast." He's like, "Yeah, fucking no." <laughs> it's played absolutely brilliantly by everybody in that scene. Uh, and Darcy and Dee have a nice little drink after they're having drinks after work. I know this is a big warning sign for you, Adam. Drink nice little drink work. up. Yeah, <laughs> good. Old, they're having a good old drink up, uh, and they're laughing about the patient and. 
just having a good old time. But then Tony, who's already fucking worried about doing all these football players, it's like, you're having fucking drinks after work with Darcy? What the fuck this what the fuck is this about? And he's like, oh no, we're just something funny happened. Don't worry, it's just a it's just an in joke between us two. You don't need to worry about it, Tony. Let's go home, shall we? You can see Tony's a little bit rankled by this. Uh, so to rankle him up even more, Darcy comes around after and goes, all right, Tony. He's like, yeah, what are you doing here? He's like, just letting you know that I don't want to shag D. <laughs> He's very good about this. He's really good. He's like, I know we're working together and we used to shag loads, but I just want to <laughs> let you know, I don't want to shag her right now. I could, but I just don't want to. Yeah, brilliant. <laughs> and Tony's like, well, okay, thanks for that. Now I think you do want to shag her. He's like, no, I'm, I'm I'm different. I'm not. I'm a I'm a different Darcy now. I'm not going to shag her. Don't worry. Don't worry. He's How not about... wearing his leather jacket, and I think that's the key. Like good, good old shagging Darcy wears the jacket. This Darcy is not wearing the jacket. <laughs> if he puts that jack jacket on, you're all in trouble. Hmm. Um, but yeah, and he's like, me and you, Tony. Let's be best mates. And Tony's like, all right then, let's be best mates. Brilliant. Uh, Stu's very suspicious of this. And he's like, nah, he's a fucking snake, that Darcy. You need to watch him. And Tony's like, no, he's fine. He's different now. He's he's not wearing a leather jacket. He's just wearing his, he's just wearing a normal jacket. He's fine. Um, and this is happening while Stu and Tony are trying to build a TV cabinet because they want to watch the football. Uh, so presumably they've had a TV, but it's just been on the floor for most of this time. And they've decided to get a new cabinet. But Stu's got it on the cheap, which means they don't come with English instructions. No, D got the cabinet and left him a note saying, you better fix this by the time I get home, dickheads. (laughs) (laughs) That's what the note says. By the way, it's fucking German. It's all in German. (laughs) What an absolute catalogue of hilarity, Tim. Yeah. Pick no, buying and get fucking built. The only thing worth following. <laughs> Darcy can read German though. He certainly can. Darcy shows him and goes, right, me and you mates, aren't we, Tony? And so he's like, yeah, whatever. And he's like, ah. Just starts reading the, the instruction straight away. Then Stu says, so that, that's before before Darcy knocks on the door to do all this. Stu says, when he hears the knock on the door, he says, if that's not someone called Adolf, don't let him in because he wants someone German to read the instructions and they chose Adolf. Of all the names. Mental. The most famous Austrian person to ever live. <laughs> Downright good guy as well. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Darcy can read German. And like, you can read German. He's like, yeah, I can fucking read German. They don't expand on that for any other reason. You just assume that. Darcy at some point shagged a German bird and learned German so he could shag the German bird. And so we built it. And everyone's like, brilliant, he's bought the TV stand, we can all watch the game here. But for some reason, the TV won't work. We're like, fucking hell, we can't watch it. We've got a new TV stand, but the TV doesn't work. It's fucking useless. What should we do? Drew's like, let's go back to mine. I've got what a TV. Watch. What a legend. He goes round and he's like, oh, fuck, Libby's taping something. It's some sort of fucking documentary. About zebras. About zebras. For some reason, they're very specific about, like, what... She, they could have just left it, like, oh, Libby's won't let me, or she's recording something. And he's like, no, no, it's a documentary. 
it's about zebras. And then he says, yes, zebras are her favourite animal. It's <laughs> like they just kept adding extra shit to this reason. It was good. One of them says, like, oh, no, it's fine. Like, that's video recorder. You can you can record something and watch something on another channel. And Drew says, wow, are, are you so sure that you can record something and watch something different on the TV without fucking it up? And they all have to go, well, no, not for definite. So the journey continues. They have to find somewhere else to watch the fucking telly. Yeah, so Drew's place is off. That's all. I was going to say, Tim, do you know when you say you can detect the tone of my voice when I'm just making stuff up? That's exactly <laughs> what Drew was doing with the zebra thing. <laughs> so yeah, Drew's, Drew's place is off, and they're like, Joe Scully, he'll be watching football. He's fucking Joe Scully. He'll have some beers as well. So they all get around to Joe Scully's house. Uh, and they're all watching the beer there. That's when Flick slinks off because no one's interested because everyone's watching the football and no one's asked about Flick anymore. Why, why did I just get some weird flash from my childhood? Why, why does all of that sound like an episode of fucking Fireman Sam or something? It's just the most inane fucking problem. Like, let's just go and see the next guy. Or like, noddy. <laughs> it was so fun, though. Like, because it was... It was I, correct me it if I'm wrong. So I don't, much of the episode as well. I don't think you get to see all the guys together doing something very often and getting along. And that's what it was. It was like all the guys and Steph, because Steph's one of the guys, um, just going around, getting into like this ridiculous situation for just what, something so small and trivial. I really enjoyed it. It was, it was loads of fun. It's the most fun Neighbours has been for a couple of weeks. Uh, and then it gets even better because they all watch the game and like, oh, that was a fucking great game, legendary game. Yeah, Toadie uh, starts saying, "Oh, those those um those football players. Oh yeah, they're my pals. Met them the other day while they were my girlfriend was massaging them up. Um, we're yeah. pals. So the, that that bled into that as well, which was lovely. I thought it was just great fun. Then they come back. Um, I don't, the TV cabinet has shattered on the floor because <laughs> Darcy left some screws that were he just left the screws out because yeah. he didn't know what they were for, and the whole cabinet's falling apart. But the TV has started working again. So fucking stupid. It's a good little line because the because they're like, oh, there's a couple of screws left over from Dash. It's like, oh, the Germans do that all the time, you know. Spares. It's just part of their efficiency. Fucking great race of people. And you're like, oh, okay, whatever. You know, Darcy speaks German. I'll accept that. It was good fun, Tim. It was good fun. But then he comes back and goes, oh, this is what these fucking three tiny, tiny screws were for, keeping the whole fucking thing together. Traditional borderline racism, good old neighbours. Yeah, uh, and he's like, "Well, fucking TV's working, so see you later, kids." And that's how we end the episode. <laughs> Does he say, "See you later, dickheads"? Nice. <laughs> and what better way to, to end? All neighbours. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah, there we go. We are set for another five episodes next week. Um, Again, watch them on Daily Motion. Don't watch them on Freebie yet. Yeah? We'll tell you when you can watch them on Freebie. But until then, watch them on Daily Motion. Until then, follow us on the socials at Watch Neighbor, apart from Facebook, where we're just the Neighborhood Rewatch podcast. Come join us on there. Uh, I, of course, I don't introduce us enough. I also don't outro enough either. So I am, of course, your host, JK of Sorts. Uh, we have Adam. Thank you very much. 
you told a great story before. <laughs> and we have a tip. Hello. See you later, guys. <laughs>